morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Happy belated birthday, Taylor Swift. Don't forget her movie is available now for 1989. I think on Amazon Prime is where you can watch her concert film. It's pretty clever, huh? Lots of people wishing her a be- uh, happy birthday, including Drew Barrymore. Uh, it was a fun video. She had her cat. Oh, oh that's fun. Very Drew cute. had her cat? Yeah. And then she draped her cat over her shoulders like Taylor did in the time cover, one of them anyway. Sure. It was very cute. Okay. Happy birthday, Taylor. Happy birthday, Taylor. Halfway to 68. All right. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. Okay. Madonna, this has got to stop. I am sorry. I would not buy tickets to go see Madonna for the sole reason that she's always late. Well, just like a few minutes kind of fashionably late. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like three hours. 180 minutes. That's a whole concert late? Yes. Yes. Three hours. Her fans were so upset Last night, um, she, you know, she launched her U.S. run of performances at the uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and she didn't take the stage until 11. There is nothing but time for people to sit. And so they started taking to social media to talk about how delayed she was. And they were like really mad. And I, I don't have, blame them. I got a question. So she came on at 11. What do you think she's doing at like 845? Do you think she's in that building in the Barclays Center? Or is she at her hotel? Is she napping? Pappy needs answers. I'm sorry, 11 p.m.? Yes. 11. Yes. Started the show at 11. That is just so rude. People pay money for babysitters. People pay money for parking. People are driving. Who knows who flew into, you know, New York to go see her from who knows where. Not to mention the price of the ticket. You know, I mean, that is just so disrespectful. Donna. Mm. So seriously, where do you think she was at like nine o'clock? I don't know. Makeup. She did get really great reviews for her performance. Maybe, but she'll keep doing it then. I yeah. feel like, you know, it kind of becomes the thing. People will start showing up a little bit later. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, uh, you never just, know when she's coming out. You know what? I get mad when a movie doesn't start when it says the movie starts. You should always count on an additional 25 minutes. I think that it's imperative that whoever our next president is mandates this from all movie theaters. You tell us when the trailers start and you tell us when the movie starts. Thank you. Because you know, it's very easy to identify. Because then I I sat through a couple of trailer sessions that were like north of 25 minutes. Yeah, that's about right. You couldn't believe it. It's like, oh gosh, another trailer, another trailer, another trailer. So then we went to see Super Mario Brothers in the theater, 
I told the kids, hey, it starts at 2.30. That means it's not going to actually start playing until like 2.45 at the earliest. Right. We get in there at 2.45. They're three minutes into the movie. So it's a little inconsistent. And you don't know when to go places. So show us the trailer time. Show us the movie start time. And there will be people that show up for both. But they do that because, you know, it's all business, Donna. They want you there, seeing all the commercials, so that you come back to the theater I don't and know. one more beef. We can okay. be done with Nicole Kidman in that. Thank you. I mean, I love Nicole Kidman. Oh, the However, AMC theater thing? Let's update that or something, please. What is it that you're not okay with? I, I don't go to the movies that much, and I feel like I've seen it too many times. I think okay. the last movie I was at, the guy in the seat down from me, was reciting the entire script of it as it was. Like, he knew it word for word. Yeah, she does like a promo for movies and how great it is to be in the theater. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna, uh, we could be done with that. Uh, I just put it in the grid there oh. for you, Leah, if you want to try to play that. It's the second link down. Wow, you got that real quick, Steve. I'm very proud of you. Thanks, Donna. Um, yeah, and this is her for AMC Movie Theaters. You know, I used to go to a lot of Marcus Theaters, and like Petey Marcus or whoever the guy is who owns Marcus Theaters, he would do this thing. And I always liked it. He's kind of dorky, but I kind of liked it. And I like the the pomp and the circumstance of like, here's what you're doing. It's just like the Delta flight that I love so much, Donna. Yeah, yeah. The pre-flight message of like, you're not just in an airplane. You're traveling. You're experiencing the world. And that's what Nicole Kidman was trying to do here. I know. They're talking specifically to you. For magic. We come to AMC Theaters to laugh, to cry, to care. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. Yes, Queen. And we go somewhere we've never been before. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Dazzling images on a huge silver screen. Sound that I can feel. Somehow... Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Mm. Our heroes feel like the best part of us. And stories feel perfect and powerful. Too long. Because it's still going. <laughs> okay. AMC theaters. Okay. All right, all right. All right, we get okay, it. Okay, so I think you could trim probably 15 seconds off of that, maybe 20. But I like that. Okay. I like That's it a fair. lot. Set the table for me, Queen. Tell me, where am I? It's not just a room. It's a portal to a place I've never been before. Where people don't cover their mouths when they cough. Okay. And <laughs> this is a bit <laughs> where people wipe their nose and then stick their hand into their popcorn bucket. I'd like to see Donna's counter to this Nicole Kidman thing. Can we get you to put one of those together I with Rocco? I probably Rocco? could. Yeah, sure. All right, why don't you get that done by the end of next week? <laughs> okay, it'll okay. end with, and that's why I stay home. And that's why I stay home. And sit Bleep. on my couch. Yeah, Bleep you, AMC Theaters. <laughs> <laughs> SNL did a bit on it, but I, I don't know what it is, but I'll try to watch it during the commercial break. But they, they riffed on this not too long ago. Yeah. Chloe Feynman, I believe, was the one who was impersonating Nicole Kidman. Love it. Guys, I had a really interesting story that I wanted to share, but we're out of time. Well, I have food news ready, but if you need me to put that on the back burner, I'd be willing to. Okay. Kind of good food. Now, is it really? Is it? That's just interesting. Is it better than my story? 
No. No. Yeah. No. Let's do your story at 1045. Love it. All right. We'll do that at 1045. When we come back, Oreo, you thought Donna was mad when you heard her talking about AMC theaters. Wait until you hear this woman talk about Oreos. Also, interesting news about like junk food that we get easily here at any of our stores that apparently is illegal. In the UK, like it's getting taken off of store shelves. We'll tell you about that when we come back. A little food news next on My Talk. Oh, hey guys, it's Donna. Listen, if you are like me, you love the the warmth of a fireplace, especially when it gets cold outside. I love it all year round, actually. Uh, a fireplace, the focal point of your home. It's where we take all the family photos for the holidays, where we hang our stockings, baby's first Christmas, your teen's prom. Oh my gosh, I, I it just exudes memories, you know? So I want to introduce you to Energy Savers fireplaces they're local they're family owned and they're a full service fireplace store with only five star ratings that's it that's the the lowest and the highest ratings they have uh five out of five um the community loves them the star tribune has named them best fireplace store in minnesota for two years straight they are absolutely amazing they could help you uh, design a fireplace pick out a space in your home find more today on energy savers fireplaces go to energysaversfireplaces.com no don't have a bad day have a good day go see some alpacas they're probably already gone around here but Donna saw alpacas in our parking lot on the way in today. And it's really positively impacted her emotions. <laughs> it really has. I, I mean, what a treat. I wonder if you'll take me up on it. You probably won't because it's coming from me, and so you have to be unaccepting of my ideas. Get out of here. But I have suggested that Donna in 2024 should start volunteering or working, whatever, at a conservatory, like at Como at some animal shelter she needs to be around furry things more often even a couple hours a week yeah i'll take you know going to a a bird sanctuary if you need me that would be the least emotionally satisfying i think what is a parakeet doing for somebody's heart oh gosh you don't follow parrots on socials the parrot the parrot is the pet that you just didn't think was going to live for 75 years, 85 years. Mm. I'm, I don't think people buy a parrot thinking, I want to make this 85-year decision right now. <laughs> what is it, $100? Yeah, I'll take that. I just don't think. Yeah. I mean, if you go to somebody's house and they have a bird in a cage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you can say whatever you want on the air. You think that person is weird. And they might not be, but that is your first reaction is, I'm in a weird person's home. Sure. Weird person, weird person. Then they, you know, then you got to get out of there. What is that like? How about someone who has like a possum? How about that? People do this. I have an idea. What? Tomorrow, 11 a.m. Who's listening? Non-traditional pets. Okay. I think we've done this before. No. Yeah, we have. Because my... um. My friend Susie called in because she has a snake named Sunshine. Did we do this in Who's Listening? Yeah. Well, then we can't do it again. Why not? We could do anything we want. It's our show. That's actually true. Right? I don't know. Yeah, we'll do it. I want to do this now. All right, here we go. Well, I started it. And here it goes. All right. 
I'll say today. It. All right, let me try again. Donna. Here we go. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Yummy, baby. Oreo is kicking off the new year with fun and flavor, says People Magazine. That's right, this story was in People Magazine. Nabisco revealed on Tuesday that three new products will be hitting stores in January. Oreo black and white cookies, Oreo peanut butter cakesters, and Oreo gluten-free golden cookies. Hmm. Uh, the, I, I guess these black and white, the black and white cookie flavor was inspired by the New York City dessert by the same name. It features golden Oreo cookies with a half chocolate and half vanilla flavored cream filling in the center. Hmm. Interesting. The Oreo Cakesters, which have peanut butter flavor cream, this is more like a soft Okay, I'm cookie. listening. It's like a soft, um, there's cream in the middle, soft on top, soft on bottom. I almost imagine kind of like a macaroon, No, but, but softer. I don't like the chalkiness of a macaroon. This looks well, that's like that's the actual coconut. The cakesters are garbage. They are, are they? Oh, garbage. Oh, see, now that sounds way better than an Oreo, you know, traditional Oreo to me. Yeah, we've we've done everything we can to send that company a cease yeah. and desist. But three new flavors, and people are excited. And then the uh, the golden gluten free Oreo. If you're trying to avoid gluten. Hmm. Oreo recently announced that they were bringing back another fan favorite, which was their Oreo red velvet sandwich cookie for a limited time. I, I like think red the, velvet. That sounds good. You know, I don't I don't know if I've had red velvet cake. It's ever. good. Really good. I'll tell you a good cake that you don't see enough of. What am I thinking of? I have no idea. You just there are a million cakes and we're supposed to narrow it down. Just see if we're friends or not, Donna. All right, go ahead. No, you guess. Uh, what's a cake that is like, when you have this cake, you're like, no, that's a good cake. Pound but it, cake. Okay, pound cake was the guess. I was looking for carrot cake. I love carrot cake. But, you don't, that, that's not at birthday parties. It's not at weddings. Is it more expensive to make? Why aren't there more carrot cakes? I, I don't think it's more expensive. It's just like cream cheese. Which is great. Which is great. And I, carrot I like cream cheese frosting much more than much more than cake frosting. In fact, I'll say it. I'll risk my reputation, but I'll say it. I think most cake frosting is terrible. I think most cake is overrated. Agree. I want the frosting. I don't even care about the cake. Oh gosh, the frosting is usually so bad. What do you and- mean? Unless you get a buttercream frosting, something like that, totally different. Cream cheese, totally different. When it's just like standard, like cake out of frosting. the tub, yeah, it's like that's it's got a, chalkiness to it. Yeah, real chalky, gritty. Yeah. Oh, gritty. Gritty. Justin Jefferson's Philly. gonna play this weekend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right, grave. There's your Oreo news. You're welcome. Thank you. Did you know that Mountain Dew and Jolly Ranchers? are like illegal in portions of the United Kingdom. Why? If you walk into a supermarket, a convenience store, or another retailer, anywhere here, you got Mountain Dew, you got Sunny D, Swedish Fish, Jolly Ranchers, Twizzlers, all that. But if you wandered into a shop in England and saw those same drinks and candies, 
there's a good chance that retailer is about to get a visit from the Trading Standards Office. What? They have seized thousands of dollars worth of common American candies and sodas because they contain ingredients that have been banned in the United Kingdom. Oh, 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 oh. So in England, in Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, it's illegal for shops to sell Mountain Dew, Jolly Ranchers, Twizzlers, Lemonheads. How dare you take Twizzlers? And some other candies that are all familiar to us. Apparently, they have some bad ingredients in them, like brominated vegetable oil, Mm. mineral oil, Mm. erythrocene. Oh, no. Which is also known as red number three. They're legal here, uh, but they cannot, like in parts of the UK, a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is experiencing prohibition. You know what I mean? I do. (laughs) There will be parents who said, no, no, we used to have Jolly Ranchers. Really? That was legal? Yes. What a time. Not even a good candy. They were handed out a lot in high school, so I have a nostalgic tie to them. And I think they do have some pretty good flavors, a strawberry, a cherry. But I would would always bite through them. I have multiple crowns now. (laughs) Also, super quick, nerds, nerds, the candy nerds, having a huge comeback because of their nerds rope and their nerds clumps, their business has boomed in the last few years, so much so that they have all this extra money right now. You will see nerds, yes, the candy nerds, with a 30-second commercial during the Super Bowl that cost their company $7 million. Stop it, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Their business has boomed these last couple of years. Love nerds, love those little banana ones. Well, let's get nerdy next and play a game, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, 651-641-1071. Call now, bet on the right person, you win. That's next. Hello, it's Donna. I want to talk to you about Minsure. Basically, this is Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. It's a place where you can compare health plans from multiple companies. You can get free help. There are experts standing by. And yes, you did hear me correctly. It is a free service. You're going to get set up with a navigator or like a local broker who's going to help you through this whole process. I want to just be perfectly clear so you know, Minsure does not sell health insurance. They're not there to benefit from you buying health insurance. What they do is they help you find it. And that service is free. Keep in mind, you might qualify for tax savings on your health insurance, and it doesn't matter what your income is. If you need health benefits, regardless of your situation, Minsure is the only place where every plan is guaranteed to offer essential health coverage. Why wait? See if you, uh, you know, qualify for discounts. Available only through Minsure. Get started today at Minsure.org. Hi. Welcome back. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Thank you for listening. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Love it. Love it. Want to play a game? Yeah, I think we should do it now. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. And I, for my final day today, will be paying the part of Mike the Big Zamboni. My name Hello. is Leah. Welcome. Uh-huh. Finally getting the hang of the show. It's kind of there fun. There you go. It's a good time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. This is a great time. 
it's even more fun for me, I know, personally, when I win. People have stopped siding with Donna over the last week and a half. There's been a real turning of the tide, and it's been exciting to be a part of. <laughs> Ain't that right, Dee? Yeah. And I, you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we are sitting this morning. Steve is holding 133 wins. Donna, you've got 125. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Kirsten on the line. Hey, Kirsten, how are you? I am wonderful. And you? Thank you. I am really well. Um, where are you calling us from this morning, Kirsten? Uh, Monticello. Oh, oh Monticello. Yes. yes. Nice. What's happening yes, in Monticello? Well, I live in Zimmerman, but I work in Monticello, so I'm driving into work right now. Oh, great. Okay. Do you want me to ask her what line of work she's in, Donna, or is that too... Uh, you could do that, sure. Um, hey, Kirsten, what line of work are you in? I work for the Monticello School District. I am the Food Service Administrator. Wonderful. Thank yeah, you. Thank you awesome. for serving Thank in our schools, helping our students. We appreciate that. We love that. Um, Let's find out from Leah what today's topic is in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Today's theme is oceans in pop culture. Oh, mm. big, big ocean fan here, Kirsten. Mm. Uh, although Donna was more recently in one on a manatee tour off the coast of Florida. So yeah. with that information, oh, yeah. would you like to team up with Donna Valentine or Stevie Boy? It was a river. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. I'll team up with Steve, and I do want to say this is meant to be because I'm wearing my College of Pop Culture. Yeah! Oh my gosh! That I got at the State Fair right now. Yes, yes, Kirsten. This <laughs> has Love to those happen. Shirts. Those are this great. This has to happen. Also, Donna. Yeah. Another person going with me. That's is this okay. what you felt like all year? It really yeah. makes me feel good. Oh, good. But buzz off, Donna. Okay, I'll go get candy. Okay. Bye. All right. All right. I think Mike must have had something on his mind. I'm looking back at the themes this week. We yeah. had partying in pop culture. We had beach music and today oceans. So uh, Mike was uh, getting ready for his vacay. Yeah, honeymooning down in uh, at a resort in Mexico. It yeah. all makes sense now. All right. So are we ready? Should we jump into this? Ready to go. Donna is gone. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So our first question today. 20 years before Jaws made us all scared of the water, this character... First introduced in an 1851 novel was terrifying the actor Gregory Peck. I don't know. Pass. All right. Second question. The song Cake by the Ocean hit the top 10 in 2015, and it was the debut single for this Joe Jonas rock group. Name that group. Gosh, I feel like their name was Cake. (laughs) That can't be right. Cake for now. Keep going. And based on a true story, George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg starred in this 2000 movie about a commercial fishing boat battling to... That's the perfect storm. All right, let me go back. The Gregory Peck, what scared them? Think of that, Kirsten. Is that band not called Cake? D-A-D-N-C-E. Yes! Okay. Uh, Kirsten, you want to chime in on any of those? I think the Gregory Peck one, for whatever reason, was a whale. Okay. I think it was a whale that was, he was scared of. And then I, um, the last one was right, and the first one I don't have any idea. <laughs> For Cake by the Ocean, the Joe Jonas group? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Steve got that one in right at the end. He uh, said... Yes. Uh, and I got the right answer. C-M-C-E. That feels good. All right, now we have to, uh, Leah, go yell out okay, and see if okay. Donna's around. We'll bring Donna back in. Um, so, hey... Uh, I, I guess I need to know, Kirsten. Do you know what's for lunch today at Monticello School District? Um. Oh, 
let me think. I should know because I put up the menus. Every yeah, day, French but... toast sticks, pizza, corn dogs. My kids get excited about like any like kind of like popcorn chicken is a big hit. Do they still do uh, chili and cinnamon rolls? Chili and cinnamon rolls. Was... We don't do you don't chili do that at all. Mm-mm. Times but have we... changed, Leah. Oh wow! Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah, we well, it depends on the high school, middle school, elementary schools because they do things. They don't always have the same menu either. So right, yeah, I found out the high school up the street. They've got options. They have like like real options. Some of these high schools, man, golly, they seem to be well funded. With that. Uh, we now welcome back in, we think, Donna Valentine. Is uh, she in there yet? Well, I just started talking to Dawn outside for a second. Hold on, just one second. Don, you guys, you guys get mad at her, Leah, too. Yeah. Just yell at her and say, it's time. It's We're doing a radio show. Uh, well, listen, whatever lunch ends up being, we, we hope that the, the children are well-behaved in those cafeterias. I have been in those very briefly in an elementary setting, and all I think is, oh, dear Lord in heaven, we need to pray for our cafeteria workers in our local schools because these kids are crazy. When you get enough of them around each other, holy Hannah, that's a lot of energy. Hey, Donna, whenever yeah. you're ready, don't rush to be back Sorry, here. Sorry, Dawn saw the alpacas, too, and she was showing me her video that one of them was, like, purring. It was oh. really cute. It was making a little, like, Well, it's nice to have you back. Hey, thanks. We pretty much learned everything we need to know about the Monticello School District while you were away. <laughs> Sheesh. Okay, sorry. I didn't. Was I taking too long? Yeah, you took too long. <laughs> well, Leah I called know. you to come back in, and then you just took your sweet beep time. I'm sorry. I didn't want to be rude to Dawn. Oh, okay. my girl. All right. All right. You ready to play? Sure. Okay, again, our, our theme is oceans and pop culture. Okay. All right. Starting it out 20 years before Jaws made us all scared of the water, this character, first introduced in an 1851 novel, what? was terrifying Gregory Peck on the big screen. I guess probably Moby Dick. Okay. The song Cake by the Ocean mm-hmm. hit the top 10 in 2015. It was the debut single for this Joe Jonas rock group. Uh, that is Dance or DNC. And based on a true story, George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg starred in this 2000 movie about a commercial fishing boat battling to survive <gasps> Oh. Horrid conditions in the Atlantic. Great movie. Loved it. Can't remember the name of it. Oh, it was so good. I'm not even going to sweat it. I don't care. I can't remember it. But it was really great. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) You could almost say it was perfect. Oh, is that what it was called? Would you think it was a perfect movie? Perfect storm. Oh, right, right, right. We'll let Leah make it official. Okay. Well, we'll start from the top here. Okay, so 20 years before Jaws made us all scared of the water, this character was introduced in an 1851 novel. Gregory Peck uh, played, uh, I'm sure, Captain Ahab on the big screen. Moby Dick was the answer we were looking for. Dang, we didn't get that one. You guys said whale, but I can't give you that. But uh, Donna had Moby Dick, so point to Donna. Okay. All right, second one, we actually had a tie. Cake by the Ocean. Yes, the Joe Jonas Group is DNCE. Good job, both of you. Yeah. Woo. And uh, based on a true story, George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg starred in the 2000 movie, The Perfect Storm. I freaking love that movie. Are so, we tied? You're tied. tied. Oh, okay, you guys ready for a little tiebreaker? Oh, yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. Jurassic Park beat out E.T. and spent four years as the highest grossing movie of all time. That is until this 1997 movie beat it. Donna, Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Leah, do you think she's right? Because if not, she's now discluded from this. <laughs> that was such a fast, confident answer, but it's wrong. <laughs> okay, 1997. 
beat out uh, the highest grossing movie of all time. At that and I believe time. that that movie would be Titanic. Oh, uh, yeah. That's my final answer. Leah's searching for a date. <laughs> I knew it. Wow. Ocean's Eleven. What a, what a call. Uh, Kirsten, congratulations to you. And yeah, by extension, Kirsten. the uh, Monticello School District, you just won. <laughs> Woohoo! Go Magic. Yes, go Magic. Okay. Go Magic. Thank you. All right, stay on the line. Leah will get your information. She'll ask you your shirt size. All right. It'll get pretty, pretty cozy. I'll pretty do quick. this. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody I see what you did. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show. Your answer is not as dumb as I first thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just ocean. throwing out any kind of ocean, ocean related movie. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Hmm. For the backhanded compliment. Well, you know. I have four tips to avoid losing your luggage when you fly. Okay? Can I guess what? Sure. The old standby. Tie a ribbon or a bandana around the handle. Nope. All right. I will now hang up and listen. <sighs> okay. Buy some Apple Air Tags. Popping one. In your bag has become like a pretty popular hack, but they're not exactly cheap. A four pack costs around a hundred bucks. But I mean, you could put one on your dog, you could put one on your luggage, you could put one on, on your, your phone. Partner. I'm sure. Why not? Book a uh, book a direct flight. Oh my God. <laughs> that got a little like <laughs> that was demonic. Book a direct flight. Listen, I never Never, when possible, ever okay. book anything but a direct flight. Even if it's cheaper, I am. I don't even look at the prices. I'm just direct. Yeah, I, I really, really try to make that effort. Really, really do. Sometimes it gets cost prohibitive with six tickets when we're flying as a family. That's true. Because that extra hundred bucks is now six hundred bucks. <laughs> but. Right. I am with you. I'm like, do whatever you can to make it a straight shot. In general, airlines are far less likely to lose a bag when they're only putting it on one plane, of course. Yes. Right. Thank you. Take a photo of your luggage before you fly. A lot of bags look the same, so if yours gets lost, it's helpful to have a photo that you can send to the airline. Of course, okay, you were right, tying a ribbon or a, a unique bag tag on it also helps. I have a unique bag tag. Okay, I feel like I'm compelled to ask about it. What makes it so unique? Oh, Tell thanks for asking. Tag. Because yeah. it's an old school Pan Am. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, tag. You know, yeah. it's not an original, but it's like a duplicate of the old school. I got to say, I love my bag tag. It's What's yours? It's a big black strip I got at the little travel store in Roseville. And in bright orange letters, it says wrong one. Fun. Oh, that's fun. Love I like it. that kind of stuff. <laughs> Try this too. This is a great idea. Print out your itinerary. And put it inside your bag. So if it ends up in the wrong city and like the tag rips off or something, when they open it and look inside, there's your info. Help you get your bag back soon as possible. You're welcome, everyone. Bye. Okay, Donna, Safe seriously. Travels. No, thank you so much for what you've done <laughs> today. Um, do you want to take a break? Yes. And when we come back, I want to tell you why Luke Combs is helping a woman that he sued.
Okay. Why is he helping a woman who he sued? I'll explain when we come right back on my talk. Oh, we're falling apart. Hi, welcome back. How's it going? Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. What up, Dee Dee? Hey, what up? Just chilling. I'm just chilling, too. Doing it. Doing all the things. Doing it, doing it right. Okay. <laughs> so listen to this. This whole thing initially made Luke Combs, a country artist, look like a big jerk for a minute, okay? But he just really stepped up in a pretty huge way. There is a woman in Florida, and her name is Nicole Harness. Oh, man, and she has congestive heart failure. And she makes ends meet by selling homemade tumblers and T-shirts on Amazon, okay? Mm -hmm. She happens to be a huge fan of Luke Combs. And she recently started selling tumblers with his likeness on them after she went to one of his concerts this summer. Unfortunately, it got her wrapped up in this crazy lawsuit. Luke's camp works with an outfit that goes after counterfeit merchandise companies. And last month, a judge ruled that a bunch of them have to pay damages, including this Nicole, to the tune of $250,000. She doesn't have $250,000. And she's only sold 18 tumblers. And she made less than 400 bucks. But Amazon froze her account, seized some money she had in there, which she needed to pay bills. Here's Luke talking about the situation. A woman that's being sued by me for $250,000, I've spent the last two hours trying to, to make this right. And so we do have a company that goes after supposedly large corporations making counterfeit t-shirts, things of that nature, running illegal businesses. And she got in trouble apparently for making tumblers. So she told me there's $5,500 locked up in her Amazon account. I'm going to double that, send her $11,000 today. I'm going to make my own tumbler today. All that money is going to go to Nicole and her family. And uh, I invited Nicole and her family out to a show uh, this year so I could give her a hug and say sorry in person. How sweet is he? Way to go. He? Way to go, Oh, my gosh. What it's a great. cool dude. Yeah. That is so amazing. And I like that he's on camera there saying it, right? Yes. You know, not yes. a statement, not a tweet. Just like, hey, here's what happened. Shouldn't happen that way. Here's what I'm going to do to fix it. Right. You know, and I'm sure there are a lot of business dealings going on that he's not completely aware of. And then oh, someone's my. like, hey, dude, what what's going on? This poor woman. Um, wow. That's that's really great. He did make good on the promise a few hours later um, as far as buying tumblers or pre-ordering them through his website for $20. And then, uh, like he said, it's all going to go to her family or her and her family. So I just thought that was a really cool story. It's great. Way to go, Luke Combs. Yeah, Luke Combs. Yep. Walking the walk. Talking the talk. Talking the walk. What is cock of the walk? I I don't know what that is. Oh, crap. You... While you look that up, I'm going to tell you that the Super Bowl is returning to Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. This is going to be in 2027. Uh, it'll be broadcast on ABC and ESPN. This is going to be the first time that Disney-owned channels are going to host the, the game. 
Oh, yeah. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Huh. But they also, didn't L.A. just have a um, couple of other big events, like big sporting events? Yeah, the uh, FIFA World Cup, right? What, the World Cup? Did they have the World Cup? I don't think they did, but I don't know. Or the, Oh, they are gonna. They're gonna. In 2026, okay. L.A. Okay. is going to host um, the World Cup. We don't know which venue. And I feel like there is something else. I Plus, they have, like, the, the, the beaches. There are stuff. beaches and stuff. And shopping. Cock of the walk refers to someone who acts more important than others in a group. Hmm. That feels a bit personal. Say it again. In a group. The cock of the walk is someone who is a phrase referring to someone who acts more important than others in a group. Okay. Someone who's arrogant, full of themselves. Sure. Oh, aren't you just the cock of the walk? I don't want to say that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a movie that came out in 1935 on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Who starred in it? Jimmy Stewart. Mary? Mary? What are you, the cock of the walk, Mary? Uh, I don't know who started in it, Donna. I think we know now why Marcus Cuban was selling the Dallas Mavericks. It was sort of surprising when oh, we yeah, found that out. Oh, yeah, because we were like, what, is he sick? Is he going through a divorce? What's the deal? Some people wondered, is he going to be running for president? Right. Like, why is he Why is he doing this? What's going on? What'd you find out? Uh, well, I think he is... Uh, he he sold a big chunk of the Dallas Mavericks to a casino mogul named Miriam Adelson. Yes. And they say that apparently this is kind of getting Mark Cuban one step closer to apparently a dream of his, which is building a new Dallas Mavericks arena in the middle of a resort and casino. So imagine you go to MGM Grand in Las Vegas, and in the middle, instead of going in and watching a boxing match, they have a full basketball arena. In November, New York Mets owner Steve Cohen, along with the Hard Rock International, proposed an $8 billion entertainment complex and casino to be built next to the home of the New York Mets, City Field. Hey, look what I'm wearing today. A Mets sweatshirt. How about that? Where'd that come from? My brother... I've had it since, like, 1990. Well, I've never seen you wear it. I have worn it. Ross, the boss, has commented on it many times. Really? Yeah. I just haven't noticed. You don't notice anything. I notice when you cut your own bangs. Uh, Guess what? I did that, like, three days ago, and I've seen you face to face. But you said you, you, you parted them a different way. I just pushed them a little. Anyway, whatever. You're that guy. Here's the thing. Casinos are becoming more and more a part of the sports landscape, not just sort of figuratively like people betting on games and there's more legalized gambling now than there was 10 years ago and there will be a lot more legalized gambling 10 years from now than there is today, but also hearing people like Mark Cuban saying, oh, I want an arena, but I want it to be inside a part of a resort and casino complex. 
But that once is you get a real divo- marriage of the two. Okay, so he sold his stake, right, in the mm-hmm. Mavericks. But he yes. still has some kind of say and all that stuff. He's still a say over all basketball operations and basketball decisions. Okay. but uh, And I believe he still owns 47% of the Mavs. Okay, okay, got it. So, and he wants this to have, like, games between different cities in one neutral place? No. He just wants the home of the Dallas Mavericks, the to arena. To be in Las Vegas? No, to just to be casino. And a part a part of like a new resort and casino complex in in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Best <laughs> of luck did. to him. Okay, great. I don't know. Are we I, I don't, don't want to do the holiday you. party anymore. I'm not in a jokey mood. I'm serious, Steve, right now. You could be serious, Steve, on stage. Oh. That might catch everybody off guard. Good evening, everyone, and we welcome you to the Hubbard Holiday Party here at our new location. Soon dinner will be served, and then Don and I will be back here to facilitate a few speakers and video announcements. Thank you, and good evening. Love it. I love it. Let's do that. You don't even say anything in that. What, are you my Vanna White? Yes. Yes. Do you know any magic tricks? You could cut me in half if you want. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is my first time attempting this trick. That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. That'd be great. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we have a whole third hour planned for you. We think you're going to love it. Uh, you know, I'm kind of excited about Clooney's new movie. He's doing some press right now. Okay. I read the book that it's based on. I no, think it's going to be really? great. Yeah. Uh, oh. We'll talk a little bit about that. And some adaptations of movies and things, you know, that. When we come back, Donna Steve.